It's the Donut Box! Hello everybody and welcome to the Donut Box, where we unbox stories and talk about things we usually donut talk about, from body image, diet, culture, and everything in between. Now I'm sure you've heard me say this a few times in the podcast or even in my content in general, but I am an introvert. My social anxiety goes through the roof if I have to talk to people, sometimes if that's online or in person or anything else in between. Like literally, I just get so scared and I might seem like an extrovert in my content online, but that's just not how it is. So today we're going to talk about that, being an extrovert, being an introvert, and if you struggle with social anxiety, how do we get over that? Let's unbox this story. Our guest for today is one of the most extroverted extroverts I know. If you see him on the streets, he will probably say hi to you. He is currently a med student, soon to be doctor. He is also a photographer and a fitness trainer, having done multiple sports like track and field, table tennis, wrestling, swimming, martial arts, snowboarding, and a few more. Everybody, let's give a glazed welcome to Elijah Espino. Hello, Elijah. Hello, guys. Wow, that was a stacked introduction. You make me seem like something that is... Something. Someone. Someone. (laughs) Someone who is someone. Yes, definitely. Of course. But one thing you did get right is that I am not scared to talk to anybody out in the streets. I will say hi to Is that the only thing I got right? (laughs) The whole thing? (laughs) You got got a lot of stuff right. Because I I gave you that introduction. (laughs) (laughs) No, you didn't. But anyways, definitely he is one to say hi to you. Not just in person, but also online. (laughs) Am I right? Well, uh, that's very true. But you know, saying hi and seeing people smile is nice. Mm, Okay, that's nice. So let's go into our conversation today. We want to talk more about, you know, being an extrovert, connecting, especially with those who, you know, have social anxiety like me. And we'll tap into that later. But what do you think makes an extrovert an extrovert? I guess an extrovert for me is someone... Who seeks out social functions and social connection, you know, someone who really wants that. And it doesn't necessarily mean that that person isn't scared to talk to people or that they don't get social anxiety. I feel like social anxiety is something that everybody gets, mm-hmm. but I feel like they thrive off of social connection. I mean, like for me, I feed off of that connection. You know what I mean? Like it becomes a source of energy for me. And you're like, what? But like, doesn't it drain your energy? No, but sometimes for me, it's what gives me life. It's what, because it's when you talk with someone and you end up having that connection, you end up being more energized because you're like, wow, we're talking about these uh, these things. Oh, we found out that we have something in common, you know, and stuff like that. And it doesn't necessarily have to be random strangers. It could be your friends, right? Where, oh yeah, I'm going to talk to so-and-so today. Let's get, we're going to hang out. And then you just have, a, you have a blast and you have fun. So yeah, I guess an extrovert is someone who not necessarily isn't afraid to interact with people or not get social anxiety, but it's someone who thrives off of the connection and someone who seeks out that social connection. Okay, yeah. So somebody who seeks out social connections. That's a great description for an extrovert. On the other hand, you have a description for an introvert, which would be somebody who is more comfortable focusing on their their own thoughts and their own ideas rather than everything happening externally, right? So we can kind of see yeah. that that um, 
difference a little bit. But let's talk about how you got to wanting social connections, right? What was it like growing up? Was that how you became an extrovert in the household? Are your parents extroverted? Is your family extroverted? Well, yes. My my mom, especially, because my dad wasn't really extroverted. He was introverted, but my mom taught him how to be an extrovert. Yeah. I felt like I've always been an extrovert growing up. I think maybe subconsciously I was able to like tap into my mom's energy. But even when I was like one, two or three, I would like say hi to people. I would go meet the Taho vendor outside and speak with them and say hi. At or one like years when old? I... Yeah, no, seriously. <laughs> like I or sometimes Were I you walking the... at one? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like one, one and a half. No, no, seriously though. Um like or I would hear the, you know, the da na na. That song for the for the ice cream vendor. I would run outside and be like, "I can I get some ice cream?" And then you know, and then they would ask me about my day and stuff like that. And even at a young age, I would learn. I was already learning how to like, you know, get a loan for for snacks and drinks at the <laughs> at the local sari sari store. I think a lot of it is very much from my mom because you know I think in my whole family I think my mom's the most outspoken, not afraid to talk to anybody. She, she makes a lot of friends from all walks of life. It's actually really surprising how much friends she has. Like, it's it's really it's really interesting. She's like, oh, how do you know that person? Oh, I met them so and so around this time. It's like, what the heck? <laughs> Honestly, I'm very shocked that your dad isn't an extrovert, right? Because he is super duper energetic with talking to people and connecting with people. So that's great that your family played a big role in that. Because for me, my family also played a very big role in how I currently am with not wanting to talk to people. And I think a big part of that is it's not that we don't talk to each other. It's just that we're not the type of family that shares. We're not the type of family that often connects now we are because we're older (laughs) but when you were younger it was very like closed off be with yourself kind of thing or at least that's what my memory is I honestly kind of have trauma and don't remember anything anymore Uh (laughs) yeah but you also mentioned how when you were in like grade school high school you were friends with everyone in elementary I moved around a lot so like I would stay in a school for like two years and we would move just because like we were finding a place because we just moved from the Philippines to the States. So it was a whole new experience for me. At first, it was hard because as a foreigner, I would get bullied as a mm. kid. But that didn't really stop me from finding new friends. Right? What were you bullied for? Just being a foreigner. Oh, okay. Just, just, just because I just came from, you know. But mm-hmm. also because I was chubby. But that's a different story. <laughs> like how would you respond to bullies at that time? I wouldn't talk to them. Okay. They weren't worth my time. Yeah. Wow. Um, so much self awareness yeah. already. <laughs> so yeah. No, seriously though. I, I like uh-huh. like I, for me, it wasn't really a. I just didn't want to waste my energy because I knew I had friends. First, second grade, I already had like my posse. Well, my posse, <laughs> but I don't think it was really hard for me to make friends. It, you know, because I'm just I'm not trying to make things up. It's just it's been so long for you know that that long mm-hmm. ago. But from what I know, my mom said I really like to talk to people. That was it. And I guess people like talk to me back. And so elementary, I guess you make friends on the way. And then when I got to like fifth, sixth grade, that's when I started making my lifelong friends because it was in fifth, sixth grade where I started living in that same area. Like okay. until I graduated high school. So throughout fifth grade, sixth grade, middle school, a lot of those people became my friends, whether they became my classmates 
or they're a friend of a friend that became my friend. And then once I got into high school, I realized, wow, I know so many people because like growing up, you know, some of them separated into different cliques. Some same, some became athletes, some became dancers or some of them like, like there's an anime club, you know what I mean? Like there's different mm-hmm. cliques in my high school. But the cool thing about it, everybody knew each other, but I was just that one kid that was in almost all the groups. Were you in all the groups because you were friends with him or were you in all the groups because you were also in all of the clubs? Like, were you doing all of the Both. extracurriculars? Both. Oh, okay. I mean, I was an, I was an athlete. Mm-hmm. I was part of anime club. I was a break dancer in high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was a I was a band geek. I was a musician. I played the saxophone for seven years of my life. I played saxophone. You know, I was in band. So, you know, all of these different interactions, and that's why I feel like it's also a lot easier for me to talk to different people now. It's because I had so many different, I guess, cultures in that field that mm-hmm. I was able to different like skills. Yeah, different exactly. hobbies that you were able to like know. So you have a lot of conversation to make. A exactly. Little bit. Do you think if you didn't do all of those things, you would have connected with all of these people? Like, for example, one of the reasons why you were exposed to all of these groups is because you were part of, like, you know, you were doing the music, you were doing the sports and all of those things. If you, do you think that if you were only doing sports, you would have been able to connect to the other people in the other cliques? Definitely, there would have been a barrier. But a lot of them also became my classmates. Okay. So... I guess if if I can find a way <laughs> to make that social connection, I will find a way to talk to you. I will find a way to talk to you. <laughs> yeah, that is Elijah's you know? motto. You don't want to talk. I will find a way to talk to you. <laughs> I'm just just popping up under from their from their desk. Hi, hi, <laughs> talk to me, please. <laughs> no. Okay, so let's talk about how being an extrovert has helped you and how it's hurt you. And we'll compare it to my experience as well as somebody who is more of an introvert, rather be alone, talk to herself or talk to the camera rather than other people. What do you think are some things that being extroverted, wanting social connections has helped you in and what do you think it has hurt you? First, it's a confidence booster. Me, extrovert, sometimes it's validating. Because you realize nah, people see you and you realize, because I'm a very transparent person, <laughs> I try not to like not be myself around around people you that try I want to be friends with. You try not be yourself. Yeah, Wait. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait. Like, I don't, I don't pretend okay, to be okay. someone who I'm not. There we go, there we go. I try, uh, to, pre- I try okay. to pretend, sorry, sorry, that, bad English, bad English. <laughs> I, try, I, I try not to pretend to be someone who I'm not. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like that will just taint, you know, the that social connection part. Wait, let, let's go so, into that. Because I think that's one of the biggest things that holds people back. Because they, and I'm going to say this from experience, where I always feel like I have to be performing. Right? I have yeah. not performing in a way that I'm being fake. But there yeah. is this kind of mask that I put on when I talk to people. Because I want to be a specific way. And we can mm-hmm. often see these in like starts of people's relationships where they're going to be like, oh, yeah, I'm definitely into sports. And then yeah. <laughs> search all these things and then they don't know anything about it. Right. So there, there's always that aspect because you want to impress people. How do you get past that idea of I don't need to be somebody else or be a specific way to be liked or to be enjoyed? I feel like it's human nature to want mm-hmm. to show up. I can't be like, oh, yeah, I don't. I don't. You know, <laughs> I don't, I don't show, show up. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Ser- of course, I want to make a good impression. Yeah. There's, there's a difference, right? There's a difference. 
but it gets to a point where you're just trying to show off because you don't want to be judged versus, you know, you want to make a good impression because there's a possibility that these people, you know, will end up having a great connection with you. But if they don't, it doesn't mean you have to force yourself to do it. Of course, I always think of the, the best opener, you know, just because yeah, I'm an extrovert. It doesn't mean that I don't get that social anxiety aspect. Like, I'm always thinking, okay, what do I say? What do I say? And then I go in and see how it goes. Like, you know, you have to test the waters. It's not just like I have a script that I have to like, I look at, hey guys, I'm Elijah. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's me. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, for <laughs> sure. I mean, I understand what you mean that there's that social anxiety. But when you mention like, that's something that has helped you make sure that you are yourself in front of people. Mm. I think that's just where it's like, mm. oh, okay, that's hard. And yeah, I mean, and that, um, that's great that that's a yeah. big part of how it's helped you become confident in yourself, yeah. knowing that, you know, what other people think of you doesn't really have yeah. to play a role in who exactly. you're going to be. Mm-hmm. I guess uh, it, sound, it may sound cliche, but I think the biggest factor is knowing yourself more. And knowing what you really want before you actually put yourself out there. Because if like you yourself aren't confident about yourself, don't know what you want, you're gonna have a hard time because you're just gonna be like, oh my god, um, what what do I want? What am I like? And then okay. it starts becoming that kind of like like you said, like performative act where it's like you put a mask on, where that's not you. You know that's not you. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. I definitely connect with you to say that because for a long time, I tried to be somebody else with different people. And I think that's a big thing where, of course, you're not going to be, <laughs> I mean, there's always going to be that aspect where you're different with other people in your life. For example, grade school, high school, you're definitely going to act differently with your friends now in those different stages. But when you meet people, you try to conform a little bit or become them. Of course, you want to connect with them. So you try to think of the, the closest thing you can connect to. But sometimes you get pressured to be very different and then you lose yourself along the way, especially if you don't have that ground of like, do I know who I am? Do I know mm-hmm. what I like? Then you're just trying to be everybody's favorite person, which I can definitely relate yeah. to. And yeah. that has definitely been one of my struggles. But okay, yeah. confidence. That's one thing that extrovertedness one thing. has helped you with. What else has it helped yes. you with? Opening up doors, you know, because you have mm-hmm. so many connections. Uh, you have so many great new opportunities that you didn't realize that you would have if you didn't meet a certain person or get into a certain clique or, you know, random events that you get invited to to make great memories. Like, you would have never thought that you'd go to this concert because... You just don't because like, why would you go by yourself? But then now that you have a friend that is also interested in that concert, they're like, hey, let's go watch that concert. And you're like, wow, this could be a once in a lifetime thing where I would have probably never done this if I hadn't met this person. Or if I did, it probably would be a smaller chance. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And and maybe for other people, you know, it might be different. Maybe they get job offer opportunities and, you know, different types of things. You've already made so many connections that the possibilities are, are endless. Yeah, definitely something you do realize as an adult is that your connections in your network is a little bit important. And of course, it doesn't have to be superficial where it's just like, I'm just friends with this so I can connect with them. But, you know, knowing yeah. people in many different spaces can be very helpful as you grow older. Yeah. But you mentioned definitely. about opportunities opening up. As an extrovert, being known as somebody who is outgoing, wanting social connections. Do you feel that peer pressure when somebody invites you to something and like, okay, I have to go? Or do you know how to say no? I'm a little bit of both. Okay. Sometimes I fall into the peer pressure because I tell myself, if I don't go to this, this might not happen again. 
or I might let them down. I'm a people pleaser. People pleaser. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't like letting people down. That's why sometimes I'm a yes man. But I try to balance that with I have my own life. I want my alone time. I want to just be by myself. So if I know I'm in those moods where like, nah, I, I just want to stay at home. I want to watch a good anime. I want to eat good food right now, right here by myself. No matter how good the offer is, I'm going to stay here. Unless it's like a best friend where it's like, please go out with me. Like, fine, I'm going to go with you. <laughs> okay. That's something that I struggle with right now, which is like having such a hard time saying no to people. Okay. To be fair, I'm the type of person who will say no and then I'll flake on you last minute because that peer pressure to say yes and then that anxiety to go are those two things that like kind of build you up. Or at the start, I'm like, yeah, it's going to be a great opportunity. Let's go. Let's go for it. And then on the day itself, I'm like, wait, I can't do this. I don't want to do this. That's such a bad combination. The overthinking <laughs> takes over. And I'm like, I can't. I'm sorry. I, I Something came up. And it has always been like one of my struggles. And I think that's one of the things that has really hurt me because of being an introvert or because of social anxiety yeah. and those aspects. Yeah. How has being an extrovert hurt you? Remember when I said that I won't stop until I talk to you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah that backfires oh, you will a lot. find a way to talk to people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And like I said, I was a people pleaser, but you can't please everyone. Yes, you can. Not <laughs> as, a, as a person <laughs> pleaser as well. Mm, yeah, you can. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, not many people can take my energy. A lot of people mm-hmm. may find it annoying. A lot of people might find it disturbing or, or just, you know, something that they can't vibe or fake yeah 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 exactly and in even in med school college i'd have instances where it's like i've have friends who are friends with other people that aren't my friends and and they'd be like oh yeah they just don't like your energy Mm -hmm. stuff like that and it's, it's disheartening sometimes because it's like i'm just being myself but i understand that i am very up in your face high energy energizer bunny type of type of person so i don't take it against you if you don't like me because i'm too high energy or that's just who i am i don't take it against you because i know for a fact that even if i want to be your friend or i want to have make a good impression that can't always be possible yeah you know that's true it's it's it's, it's humbling it's very humbling <laughs> Yeah, it's very, very humbling. (laughs) Be humble. You (laughs) You might get copyrighted. (laughs) That's why we're just saying the words. We're not singing it. (laughs) If you only say the lyrics, nobody will know. Yeah, just don't lose yourself in the moment because you want it. (laughs) Donut break! Add the filling, add the frosting, let's go! Some quick glazed questions to get to know our guest a little bit better. Elijah, are you ready? Let's go! Okay, what's your favorite thing about yourself and why? Um, um, that, that I can talk to people and I'm really fun. Okay. What's your comfort food? My comfort food uh, used to be wings, but now I would say it's like burger wing, burger, burger king. <laughs> burger king. Burger wings. Burger wings yeah. <laughs> okay. What's an app that you can't live without? Messenger. Because I need to talk to people. And what's your favorite movie? Uh, Lord of the Rings. Why did I even think about that? I'm so stupid. Did you forget? Did yeah. you forget? Lord of the Rings okay. trilogy. <laughs> and the last and most important question, what's your favorite donut flavor? Uh, used to be like the filled stuff with the Oreos and whatnot, but now it's more of like choco butternut, Dunkin' Donuts.
No, that, that's very true. Where there are always instances where you're like, oh, okay, I do need to adjust. Where there are times where you you are, I want to be myself. I have to be myself. I have to be true to myself. But there are also times where you do have to adjust to the people around you, right? And that's tough for a lot yeah. of the time. But that's also just this kind of understanding of energies. Not everything works. Not everything or everyone yeah. is always like that. So when you find out that somebody may not like you, you know, like somebody is not in your in your wheelhouse, how do you change that? How do you work with that? Do you try to match their energy? Yeah, that's it. So I just I try to match the energy. I tone down my energy. You know, like I try not to talk as much, but it's not confirming myself because I know that I can be quiet. I know I can <laughs> be like that, but I'm also trying to be considerate mm-hmm. to the person. Because yeah. I don't want, you know, like I said, it's rude. I feel like it's rude where it's like if you're always high energy and you know that they're the low energy type of person. I know they might feel uncomfortable. So I, I adjust. Like, I don't mind adjusting for other people. Okay. It doesn't necessarily mean that I'm changing who I am. But at the same time, I don't want the person to be uncomfortable. And, yeah. and sometimes it works. And then that's how I make other friends is because I tone it down and then slowly ramp it up. And then they fi- end up getting used to me. And they're like, God dang it, chaps. Or God dang it, Elijah. I used to hate you. <laughs> You're showing me again why. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, that's a great insight because there is a fine line between trying to be someone who you're not and trying to connect with people. Right? There's a yeah. very fine line with that. And I think that's my struggle is that I don't really know how to find that line. Because once I have um, tried my best to become this version that everybody wants me to be, I just don't know <laughs> anymore how to be myself. And that's also why I end up not having friends anymore. Because once I feel like their tainted view of me is there, I'm like, it's okay. We don't have to talk anymore. And that's why a lot of my friendships have not really worked out so well let's tap into that what are your tips for an introvert to help them do better in social connection connecting that's a great question i have three tips i don't know if it can apply to everybody you know to all introverts because one they might be a bit really hard but you know i think with with practice you'll be able to do it Mm -hmm. my first one would be to challenge negative thoughts I know okay. even for me, there are times where it's like, I, I think about it, like, oh, what if this goes wrong? What if I F up? What if they don't like me? What if I... And you have all of these negative thoughts racing in your mind. So you end up digging a hole for yourself where it's like, it's so many negative thoughts where you just mm-hmm, back away, I don't never go talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not immune to that. That also happens to me. But the best thing to do is to challenge those negative thoughts with positive thoughts mm-hmm. with, okay, it can go wrong, but what if it doesn't? What if I make great friends? What if the connection's there? What if they become a lifelong friend? What if, what if, what if, what if, what if you have these okay. what if positive thoughts where it can may or may not, but most of the time it can help you put yourself out there. Yeah. All right. That's a good, that's a good tip. And that's also what I do with uh, my clients, you know, with your body image and with your relationship with food and with life in general, we have I forgot the exact number, but I think there's like, there are hundreds and thousands of negative thoughts that you have every single day. And 
a lot of that is repeated every day. So a percentage of your thoughts today will keep happening tomorrow and every other day after that. And if you're only focusing on those negative thoughts, then it's only going to be negative thoughts forever. And this is not toxic positivity where you have to only think positive, but it's about challenging those negative thoughts and what will happen if it becomes your reality, right? For example, in terms of your body. If your thought is that you are ugly, not worthy, that will become your reality if you keep letting that happen. And I don't know how to apply that in um, talking to people, but that's a really great example. So let's try to do it a little bit of a practical way. So what my thoughts are usually before I have a conversation is I have to be the wittiest, the funniest, the coolest <laughs> person they have ever met. And if I'm not, they will hate me. They will not like me. So that makes me think about everything I'm going to say all the time. Like, as you're talking to me, I am thinking, okay, what's a good response to that? What's a funny response to that? How do I make them laugh? How do I say a joke? And you'll see that because you know how I talk, right? You know you know my lines when I talk to people. It's, yeah. <laughs> yep. It's awkward laugh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a awkward laugh followed by an awkward joke followed by a thinking of another joke because that one didn't land. <laughs> so how would you transfer those thoughts into something that isn't negative? Sometimes for me cuz like sometimes for me it's it just comes natural in the in the sense that okay, helpful. <laughs> I, I, just, I I just blurt something out and it just happens and yeah, I think it's one of them. It's if you're in that thing where it's like you say something and then you're scared of it, just take the consequence. It doesn't really matter. Mm, like, that's not going to work for me. <laughs> that's not going to work for me as a perfectionist. <laughs> in the grand scale of things, it doesn't really matter, honestly. But if you do have those negative thoughts and you think of what every single thing, you're going to drain yourself, girl. Like, most of the time, people don't care, mm -hmm. honestly. Okay. Just, just think of that. Most of the time, people don't care. Uh, you make a bad joke, they're not going to remember that 10 minutes later. I, I remember it. I remember it. You'll remember it. A You'll year remember it, later, I remember everything I've said. Really? really, really. <laughs> not everything. <laughs> just most of it. Um, <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, just, just don't fret it. Yeah, it's something to remember where you have to learn. And before you can learn, you have to make mistakes. And unfortunately, exactly. that will sometimes be at the cost of what... Um, other people think of you it depends <laughs> okay go back on that like especially in high school actually a lot of time in high school high school people are so judgmental like there's sometimes where i'd make a stupid joke no one would laugh and they would just look at me and be like <laughs> and then after that it'll, it'll be okay you know what i mean okay. they've already judged me but th that split second only and after that everything's okay kind of helpful i think i think a lot of us just struggle with really judging ourselves a lot and really going and compounding on our own judgment again and again what about this situation how do we remedy this something that i go through a lot is i am very easily intimidated by other people that is probably okay. very much my own problem in general my own inferiority complex of define in intimidated Okay, so like I have this kind of inferiority complex where I feel like everybody around me is just so much better, so much more knowledgeable that what do I have to add to the conversation? What do I have to say that would make this conversation mm -hmm. any better or add value? And that's why I'm always mm -hmm. thinking of the best possible thing to say. It even happens when I'm talking about nutrition and I'm always like, even mm -hmm. if I'm a dietitian, I don't think anybody's going to listen to me. So I just stay quiet and just watch. 
how do I get mm-hmm. through that? How does somebody get through that feeling that they have no value mm-hmm. in a conversation? Well, it goes back to what I said earlier. Where it's like, one, you have to know yourself. You have to know who you are and you have to know your worth. You have to know all these things because if you let that intimidation get to you, you might end up just boxing yourself into it and you get too scared. One thing that I can relate to you with is when you feel like you're you're not good enough. So like in medical school, the doctors, the residents, what I know compared to what they know is so much more. The best thing you can actually do is to just listen and to observe and learn, right? Everything's a learning experience. Every connection, every interaction you have with people is a learning experience. No matter how menial it is, you'll always learn something. And if you come in with that attitude, it'll help you boost your confidence where it's like, oh, I didn't know that. I can use that in my next interaction. I can search that up. I can, or even if it doesn't have to do with studies, but you learn that this so-and-so person likes this, this so-and-so so person likes that, right? You didn't have to say anything, but you learned something for future interactions. Okay, that's a good one. So it's okay for me to just be quiet then? <laughs> yeah, because why do you have to feel the need to talk? Especially if people know that you're an introvert. Yeah, I know. but no, but Nobody wants to push you out of your comfort box, right? That's true. I know. It's just that there's this pressure for me where, you know, a lot of people really think I'm an extrovert because of what you see in my videos and in my content. Mm-hmm. And then if you see me and we, we actually hang out for more than five minutes because I have a very short social battery where I can like mm-hmm, talk mm-hmm. to you really quickly, really well in the first few minutes and then I'm, I'm done. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. I'm going to go home. So there's always that kind of feeling where it's people are going to think what is she fake or all of those aspects Mm -hmm. and you know i just do have a switch of like i can have this energy for a while and then that's it and i can energize myself i can talk when i'm in a webinar but yeah when i'm really into like a conversation that's when i just like cocoon and hide and i'm like think about it this way there's nothing wrong with telling people that you're an introvert and that you're shy and that might actually become a topic of conversation where it's like oh based on your videos though you're uh, no, like what is it and then that's where you can get into the intricacies of it you can actually use that to your advantage to be honest like tell them that you're an introvert that it's sometimes it's scary to talk to people that it's 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 intimidating and then you never know people will use that as a talking point where it's like you get to know that person more you get to they get to see a, another side of you you can explain to them that parang, you can even explain it's like why like if you're you're in your youtube right you don't want to be like Hi, it's Joe here, and uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. that makes sense, of course. It's just like most things, it takes practice. And a very important very thing much. is it takes practice to also challenge your own thoughts. And that's probably one of the exactly. things that will take the most time. But also know that it's okay to be who you are, but we do have to step out of our comfort box if we do want to exactly. grow and connect with exactly. people. It's, it's the mental part is the mm-hmm. hardest part. Let's go into your second tip. What what else after challenging your thoughts? How else can we learn to be more better, more good, more better at social connections? I think a part of what we talked about earlier already is related to my second tip, which is to like observe or hang out with more outgoing extroverted people, mm-hmm. right? So you can see like how they interact with people, how they talk with people, 
you can you can even go so far to like asking what their thought process like the same way you're doing with me right because mm-hmm. not all extroverts are the same not all introverts are the same yes not all people are the same exactly so by having that observation or interaction with these extroverts you don't have to talk to them you just see how they act you realize like even talk show hosts how they talk and but people who have a good track record as being people who are nice and extroverted in person see how they interact with people or friends or family that you know that are extrovert or introverted see how they act and stuff like that and okay. monkey see monkey mm-hmm. do so you 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 learn through through observation and you can apply that to yourself okay yeah so it's it's not really about copying them and being fake that's something that's very important no. to draw the line with right because yes, exactly. there's a difference between copying somebody and then becoming somebody that you're not exactly. and yep. learning what works for them in their communication skills and their connections and something that you taught me before exactly. was in order for you to make a good conversation with somebody, you sometimes have to find something you have in common or maybe even opposing exactly. thoughts too. Depends. Opposing thoughts. Depends yeah. on what that yeah. thought is. What not, not, too con- not too controversial. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> exactly. Because it, it's a great way to find something to talk about. And exactly. if you look at the flow of people's conversations, how they connect with people, that could be a helpful tool. How about another tip for us? Your third tip. Last tip would be, and I think it would be the hardest because you have to go through these two first. I feel like this is actually a good in order of how you could practice. And it would be just talking with people, right? Mm, The application. How could you, how could you, exactly, the application. (laughs) Practice with your friends. Practice with your family. Practice with your friends' friends, you know? The other side of the family, when you have a reunion, it doesn't have to be friends or family. You can interact with day-to-day people say hi to your cashier you know talk to these these people and, and practice and get comfortable talking to people it's okay. all about comfort get comfortable would talking to yourself do you think that would be helpful or do you think it might not be i think it works and it doesn't work depends on the person it's a great way to pump yourself up a great way to practice what you want to say like be articulate so you like you don't go like I'm you know you don't end up like making a fool of yourself because you can't say a word properly or you can't talk properly. So in a way, it could practice because you're you're able to like already you know visualize and have that mental practice already because you're talking to yourself. But at the same time, it might not be useful because if like what if it becomes a script? What if it becomes yeah. monotone? What if it becomes performative? And you're not able to converse because you only know how exactly. to talk to yourself unless you do yeah. double person talking to yourself of like hey joe like you hey, and patricia joe, what's up <laughs> hey joe yeah, hey you? patricia <laughs> are you are you okay you know <laughs> there's also that aspect to it which maybe maybe that will work for you right okay so that's true practicing is a very important thing in life and and if you have somebody who can help you who you can talk to so you can get out of your comfort box a little bit that would be very helpful in creating better social connections. Okay, let's go back to the tips. Number one, challenge your negative thoughts. You don't have to completely exactly. positivize them. You just have yeah. to be aware of these negative thoughts and ask yourself if this is really what you want and how you want to be thinking in this conversation. Exactly. Something that I've been working on in podcasts because, you know, I'm, I am an introvert and this is one of the biggest steps out of my comfort box is talking to strangers that... Not necessarily strangers, but people I've never talked to before. And it's a really tough thing. 
one of the things I've been trying to think of is what if we start a conversation that other people start talking about as well? And that's something that has slightly helped me <laughs> get into it, right? Okay, number two, you had observe, learn, listen to other people and yeah, hang out and catch the energy, find that energy of other people. And then when you're ready, practice, which is the most important (laughs) as well. Yeah. You can't be like, ah, positive (laughs) thoughts. I'm watching that that guy, but I'm just going to sit here uh, and look around in my room. That's it. I'm an extrovert now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you always have to apply. I think that's one of the biggest things we all struggle with is applying what we learn over time yeah thank you so much for that before we go before we end is there anything that you want to talk about or say that you wish other people knew that we don't Mm. usually talk about feeling social anxiety if you're feeling anxious feeling depressed always seek for help you don't have to be an extrovert to look for someone to help you you don't have to be an introvert as well just to (laughs) yeah exactly it applies Mm. to everybody you need to uh, take care of yourself. Sometimes it's hard and the, sometimes it's also good to rely on other people. But the best person to rely on, your, on is yourself. So make sure to get the help that you need for a therapist, look for a friend, a family member to talk to. So especially these past two years, it's been really hard. It'll get better. And trust in yourself and trust in the people around you and seek that help that you need. Yes. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Remember guys, hindi lahat na dadaan sa positive thoughts. So do make sure to seek help if you need it. But thank you so much, Elijah, for chatting yeah, with no us problem. and the donut this was box. Amazing. Yes, before Love you go, it. let everybody know where they can find you and connect with you. Yeah, you can just talk to me, find me on my socials. My Instagram is what I usually use and it is Oscar.Elijah.Espino. That's like my personal blog. You can see my photos and whatnot. I sometimes do photography on there. Um, but yeah, just see my currently, see what I do in med school and just hang out with me. Say hi if you want to talk to me. I'm always open to talk. Yay. Thank you so much, Elijah. Bye. Yeah, guys. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. And that was the seventh donut. I hope you guys enjoyed the conversation with Elijah. If you are an introvert like me and struggle with social anxiety, let us harness a little bit of the extroversion as we try to make our conversations through life. One of the major struggles of being an introvert or fearing conversation is that you don't get to live your full life sometimes because of that fear. So hopefully this will help us step out of our comfort boxes. If you want to follow me on Instagram and TikTok, please do so. That is at it's Joe Sebastian. You can also subscribe to my YouTube channel, which is Joe Sebastian. Don't forget to follow this podcast because there's definitely a lot more episodes coming. The Donut Box is an Anima Podcast podcast, so please do follow them on their social so you can get more information on the next episodes and all the other podcasts. Until the next episode, you guys, don't forget, you always deserve to eat. Bye!